You want to go ahead and talk? <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. like a holiday special it really is it's like if, if if a hallmark movie and like the brady bunch had, and pulp fiction had a baby you'd get <laughs> drew and lee ferguson a father-son comic duo working on their book sam and his talking gun through scout comics it's pretty interesting man like a father-son writing to team of of writer and artist that's an interesting combination it's a the family that does comics together stays together so like you know yeah i couldn't imagine working with my dad on comic books he would just think everything i did was stupid bubby just like this stupid (laughs) (laughs) my dad my dad would probably be the same way like a talking shock what are you some kind of moron (laughs) <laughs> what is with the shock's nipples? Yeah, really want drugs? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, I could see this. Uh, my dad would be the same way. Yeah. Then you get smacked in the back of the head for making the comic book wrong. So now like, my dad would just make fun of me for it. I would get popped in the back of the head. I was more of a I'm a, I'm gonna make fun of you kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Your book is stupid. But yeah, so um, so but this book ain't stupid. It's Sam and his talking gun. It came out two weeks ago on the 16th through Scout Comics. You can pick that up at scoutcomics.com. And let's talk to Lee and Drew Ferguson. I'm really interested to do this. This should be a good time. Joined by Ferguson and son Lee and Drew Ferguson, gentlemen, how are you? Not too bad. Right, that was Drew. That was Drew. It was. That was Drew Ferguson. Now I'm, it's, I'm good. And there's Lee Ferguson. <laughs> uh, Drew, you are the writer of uh, Sam and His Talking Gun, and Lee, you are the artist and co-creator. Yes. Now, did you guys split creative, like creator-owned thing on this, or is like does does Lee do you get like fifty-one percent because you're the dad, and Drew you get forty-nine because <laughs> you're the son, like, or is it fifty-fifty? Right, I down think the it's line? fifty. I think it's fifty-fifty, right? It is, but I, okay. I've always told Drew uh, he came to me with this. Like he he wrote the first script without. Uh, I had no idea what he was doing. So I'm like, so if there's ever a tie break, you've got the 51% of the tie break. You know, Listen to that. So That's awesome. That's too much power. What a good dad. Yeah. <laughs> he has the tie break. Yeah. Well, I guess the first question I'm going to ask will, is probably the most obvious question. And you've probably been asked a thousand times. How is it, Drew, working with your dad? And then after you're done, Drew, Lee, you can answer. How is it working with your son on it comics? Is, it's really easy, honestly. It's like, I've said it before. It's like we have our own studio here, you know, like we can just bounce stuff back and forth all day. It's a very easy flow of communication. I'm not sending emails, you know, and waiting impatiently for the reply. I can just walk over to his office and it's right there. We can just talk about a page, you know, so it's it's very easy. It's very nice. That's we awesome. have a very good shorthand. 
That's cool. I hope mm. so. You guys have, you yeah. know, you know, <laughs> you came from your dad's balls. I, I mean, did. not trying to be gross about it, but I mean, like, literally. literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and how is it for you? I mean, are, are you proud as could be of your son who is entering the family business? Better oh, be. absolutely. Yeah. 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 He's, he's worked really hard. I mean, he's been writing forever you know so it's 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 cool to see him put all the work into it and to see him have his first book come out and to be a part of it you know and, and we have a lot of fun I mean you know we'll we talk things over and I'll say what if we did this on this page or I'll show him something and you know ask him what he thinks about that and it's it's you know and you know we do <laughs> we don't have to email each other but once in a while like i'm here at my desk and i'll just shoot him a quick email even though he's in the next room <laughs> you just don't yell at him drew get in here <laughs> this Dude. panel doesn't make any sense <laughs> yeah. there's too many pages yeah. <laughs> the pacing on this page sucks yeah. son <laughs> what are you thinking <laughs> that's too awesome. many pages yeah <laughs> This is the third crowd in the book, Drew. <laughs> third crowd in the book. You can have less pages. Mm. Okay. I told you I didn't want to draw yeah. horses. That's awesome. So, like, so, so. But yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. That's cool. So, Drew, how did you get into comic? I guess the obvious answer is your dad's an artist, so it just kind mm. of makes sense, right? Yeah. I mean, I've been reading my whole life, and, uh, like, when I first started writing, I just wrote, like, kind of prose. Like, I write short stories and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but I really like the, uh, like, the visual element of comics. Like, I, I feel like I think visually, so comics just sort of made sense, and it's an easy in there. You know, I, I know some of the business, and I know some people in it just through my dad, so it's nice. I just, I just love comics, so I felt very natural to start writing them. So go. Drew, why why not be an artist? So do, do you, or or is there a re, is there a reason? Yeah. Did you did you not like the drawing part as much? Or I do not have Lee, the patience. Oh, Lee, I was gonna <laughs> say, did Lee never try and teach you how to draw? Because <laughs> I always wish <laughs> I could draw, and so I do I'd too. be. Like, <laughs> so like i'm always like oh if i could draw this we could not bobby and i could knock out this script in, in a week or two like so like mm. that, that's always the thought that's not but true you would charge too much money and i couldn't afford to pay I you I would, I would charge you i would charge you way more i would and then i'd be right back where we started <laughs> so what's your dad's rate you got to pay him money or what like i do not it's beautiful. <laughs> no, no, oh my god that's the best deal in the whole way it book. is it really is Lee, I mean, Drew, you got the best deal in comics. Lee, you have the worst agent in comics. Like, you're paying his rent and he, don't, he doesn't pay you for pages? It's bullshit. My wife has been telling me that for a long time. <laughs> Wait for this. So, so, here's, so this is the interesting thing about this. So who pitched who? Like, she's, she's told him, she's like, why do you want to go to comics? <laughs> So Drew, did I'm, you just? Sorry, I lost you for just a second. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. So, so Drew, did you just pitch your old man this book? Like you just said, "Hey, Dad, like at dinner one day, I got this idea, and just it kind of came from there." What I usually do is I just send him random scripts. I'm like, "Hey, read this. Does it suck?" And he tells me yes or no, and that that was Sam was talking good number one. As I was like, "Does this suck?" and that one was a no, apparently. So that's awesome, but it didn't. But it was good enough for him to go, "Ooh, I want to do this," because that's a big difference between like, right. "This sucks," or mm. "Yes, this is okay," or like, "Ooh, I would really like to do that." Like, how did you know that you hooked him? Like, what was the what was the tell? If if Lee has a tell, we were working on a different book before this, 
Okay. We decided to put that on the back burner because he wanted to draw this. Interesting. So that was a good tell, I feel okay, like. Okay, so what was it about this book, Lee, that made you want to do this over the one you guys were currently working on? Yeah, I mean, the other one, there's just a lot of uh, world building that has to do with that. Um, and so it would take us some time, you know, to, to put all that together. Mm -hmm. Where this, you know, he had a full script for the first one, and like a week later, I had a second script. Wow. Okay. So it was, you know, first off, it was ready to go. But, uh, you know, second all, it, it just, I mean, you know, you read the first issue and you're like, I mean, this this is just a thing. It has to be out there, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. I just, I loved it. You know, it was, uh, it was just the right thing at the right time, you know? That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, there were just scenes when I read the script, I could see right away how it played, you know, so. So like, how do you format the script for your old man? Is it like, is it panels, descriptions and dialogue? Or is it, do you guys just kind of have like a free hand where you just kind of give him dialogue and let him kind of Marvel style it? It depends on the page. Um, for the first issue, I like full scripted the whole thing. Okay. Like I don't, I don't get really descriptive in the panels. I just sort of hit the emotional beats, and I figure he's gonna figure that out better than I would, anyways. But uh, every every issue after that, if there's action, I just sort of give him a description of like sort of what happens, uh, but not like you know panel counts and stuff like that, and mm -hmm. he figures that out from there. Well, that's cool. All right, all right. That's so interesting. Was there was there uh, any writers that influenced you into your decision, Drew? Like when you would be like at a show or something with your dad, mm. and he'd be hanging out with comics people. Were there writers that were like, "Hey, man, don't draw. You want to? <laughs> the hey, the man, sweet spot is writing, mm. and you can convince and you convince Lee to draw it, and then you're set." Like, is mm. that what happened? I knew Brandon Thomas from way okay. back. Oh, okay. And I liked the way he wrote a lot, and uh, you know, he worked with my dad, so I got to see how that you know played out there a little bit. So. I would say, and I read like some of his scripts for uh, Miranda Mercury way back in the day, and I just I just liked the way he wrote and whatnot. So I sort of aped his style. I feel like a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the fact that you just came on here and said, "Yeah, I just stole his shit." <laughs> yeah. You're young enough where it's like, "Oh, he's just paying homage." Kevin and I are doing his acts from way back. You know, that's awesome. <laughs> so, so, um, so Lee, this mainly is a question for you. So, like, how did you know that your your kid was good at this? Was it did it take time? Were you seeing him kind of progress? Like the first script he sent you was dog shit, and it just kind of got better as you win or, or how did that work yeah yeah i mean he's he's i mean elementary or middle school he started writing all kinds of stuff and uh you, you know you read the, the ones he writes for school or the ones he writes on his on the side uh, and uh you see something there and you're like you know overall there's a lot that doesn't work but he's got something <laughs> yeah 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 and like each each thing he wrote you'd see a little more something showing up, you know, and, and, and it just kept filling up to where you go, this is pretty solid, you know, and then you're like, this is better than solid. And it just, he's, he's put a lot of work into it over the years. And, uh, you know, we, we kind of watch movies together and we'll kind of take apart the, the movie and like why we like this or why we didn't feel like this landed. And, and so we kind of just speak the same language anyway on that. Um, so and we have that background there and then we've already got that behind us, you know, and then I see, uh, what he's putting into his scripts and I'm like, wow, you know, the, the stuff we talk about and the stuff I know he's thinking about is making it into his scripts and more That's and awesome. more, you know, so, uh, you know, it, it, it took time, but he definitely, 
he's put the work in and I, I think it shows off with this, you know? That's awesome. So tell us, um, Drew, what is Sam and his talking gun actually about? Like the first issue from Scout Comics came out, what, last week? Mm. Um, congratulations on that because that's your first published work at like 24 years old, Kevin. He's like a prodigy. <laughs> Look at this kid. He's I gonna, know. He's going to be he's gonna be putting out really cool books by the time he's our age. Like he's going to already have mastered everything. He's going to be like like Neil Gaiman or something. <laughs> or he's just going to be so jaded and depressed. We're going to be like those old guys at the table. These fucking kids. I have no idea what to do in here. So yeah, so tell us what's this book about, man? Uh, basically, just sort of starts out, and Sam is like Sam gets into an elevator, and he's about to do something that clearly matters a lot to him. And uh, the gun asks him if he's ready, and uh, the elevator doors open, and we can see Sam is very clearly ready because there's a lot of killing that happens like immediately. Okay. okay. And you get some more context than as the Sam why Sam is where he is and uh, why he's got a talking gun. The more it goes. Yeah, so why does Sam have a talking gun? That's my uh, first question. Like, I want to know. Uh, I can't really say yet. Oh, listen to you. You're making me go <laughs> out and buy it. Yeah, he <laughs> knows how to play the game already, Bobby. He's I got know. you. Pegged. He's so coy. He's got you. No, You're going to go buy the book now. Nobody's, nobody's listening. Tell me. Why is the gun talk? I want to know. Because uh, it's really cool. That's okay. All right. <laughs> so were you inspired by, like, um, Kevin, what's the story, the Michael Moorcock book with the – with the, uh, it's the I know you're talking about the the, uh, the Stormbringer the, the sword yeah, yeah and, the Stormbreaker Elric yeah Elric. were you inspired by like Elric the Stormbreaker for this because it does kind of have that vibe to it you know I did originally want to do a book with the talking sword but I felt like that had been done a lot uh -huh. over the years and uh, so I just wrote in a word document a talking gun and I let that sit for like <laughs> two or so years until I felt ready to tackle it and okay like, yeah, so I just felt ready. You've been brewing. This thing has been brewing mm. in your head for like two years. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Okay. It just All sat right. there ruminating for a while. So have you been pitching your old man this idea for two years and he finally just mm. waved the white flag and was like, all right, enough, I'll do it? Or did you I'll just draw your talking gun? <laughs> I'm so tired of this gun thing. Or did you just kind of pitch it to him when you felt it was ready? I just pitched it to him when I felt it was ready, yeah. Because, I mean, that has to be an intimidating thing. I mean, your dad's a comic professional. This is, you know, your first kind of soiree into the industry. Like, mm. it's intimidating asking, you know, uh, professional writers that you don't know on Twitter if the unit you want to try to work something out. But your, your dad, that had to make it kind of extra, uh, I guess, uh, maybe not intimidating, but a little more daunting, if you will. You know, because if he says no, then you still got to, like, live with them and have dinner with them. And, <laughs> and eat dinner true, with them, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it made it a little less daunting just because we talk about story all the time, you know? So if he said no, I would know there was legitimately something that I had to fix about it, you know? So I feel like I can go to him and trust what he's going to tell me. That's cool. Like, okay. If it's good or not, you know? So I feel like that was helpful. It made it a little less daunting. A, and, and I mean, Lee's, you're drawing the book and like you are a real comic professional. So that's awesome. So what kind of challenges did you have working with a first time writer? And then was it amplified or kind of lessened because it was your son? Um. Yeah, I don't, I can't think of any uh, challenges. I mean, it that's just, cool. It, you know, again, we, we just, we can talk about it so quickly and so easily. Uh, it's not a matter of sending an email off and whenever they get back to you. I mean, we just, we just go back and forth. You know, my wife might get tired of hearing, <laughs> you know, discussion about this page or that. What, she's not the colorist or anything? Time, but, uh, <laughs> you know, it, it's actually, it's, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> nope. 
Uh, she's smart enough to stay out of comics. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, if your wife gets involved, you guys go from plumbers to a law firm. There you go. Just, uh, Ferguson, Ferguson, and Ferguson. <laughs> <laughs> Ferguson, Ferguson, and Ferguson. <laughs> um, so, yeah, because a lot of the times uh, an established artist such as yourself, because it says to say you are an established dude, you've been doing this for a really long time, Lee. They kind of steer clear of first time writers. A really long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, a good a good script is a good script. You know, the thing is, like, you know, like I like I said, I've been reading his stuff for a long time, and and you know, six years ago, if he'd handed me a script, I would have been like, "That's not bad. You're doing a good job. Good luck." You know, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> um, but this script was to the point where it's like, you know, we he he'd already done enough enough uh, you know work where I I had told him I'm like, you know, if you if you come up with something. We'll do a one shot. I'll draw it. We'll get it published, and you'll have your first published work. And you have this, you know, because you have to have something to show around. Yeah. And I'm like, so, so that's where this kind of started. Was I told him, you know, you've you've gotten to the point where, you know, you write something. I'll draw this one shot. We'll get it out, and uh, you'll have this book to show around. And so that's kind of what we were working on. And then that started growing into this massive undertaking um, that we're really looking forward to do. It's just it's going to take some time, you know. Mm -hmm. And so then he hits me with this instead and i'm like well yeah i mean this this is great i, I love it you know i mean i i've i've had all kinds of scripts come to me over the years you know some of them are really good and some of them are bad and you, you know when you really you're just you don't want to draw this thing <laughs> <laughs> this is one of those this is one of the ones where i want to draw it you know so <laughs> i've had plenty of those where i'm just like i just gotta draw this because i need a paycheck you know <laughs> there's other ones where you're like i would draw this for free that's you know? awesome so, and so i guess <laughs> i guess drew you land in the draw for free kind of vibe right apparently yeah that's it's a good awesome. deal that is go. really cool man <laughs> so like so drew you're 24 years old right you've been into comics essentially your whole life mm. you've already said that you aped uh what was his name brandon, brandon thomas brandon yeah. thomas's stuff and then, so this is the path you're going to go down. So you've already got a published work, man. So like, what are you thinking about? What's next for you? Like, do you have the salmon is talking gun thing? Is all that finished? And then you're moving on to your next project. Like, how how are you kind of tackling this? Uh, I can't say a whole lot, but Sam has grown since it started into a bit of a bigger undertaking. Mm -hmm. But uh, I'm also working uh, with another artist in a pitch that we hope to get ready uh, getting cool. next year. So cool. I hopefully get those simultaneously coming out. That's awesome. Nice. That's awesome. And, um, and so my question is for Lee, is it is it tough reversing the roles? Because most people will say the writers are kind of quote unquote in charge in comics. Well, I, and I don't really believe that, but I mean that's the general view of things. So is it tough taking taking orders from Drew? Is, is he a ta is he a taskmaster? Is he like does he like take take your thumbs and be like no 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 man? Remember that time you said my script was a piece of crap? Like these thumbs are, are it's not right, Dad. You need to fix it. Does that happen ever? <laughs> You know, he'll sometimes he'll have a question about, uh, you know, what's this here or or what happened to that over there, you know, and, and he says it in like the nicest way, but I'm sitting there going, oh, if he doesn't know what that is, I guess I blew it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, if he has questions about about some page I drew based on his script, and it's, you know, it's pretty evident I need to go back and take a look at it. But, uh, 
you know, generally when it comes to writers, I really, I, I prefer the guys that are really collaborative anyway, uh, where you kind of bounce ideas back and forth. Uh, and it's not just, you know, you get this giant script dropped on your desk and you don't talk to the guy for 30 days while you turn it <laughs> you know? so it's, it's not that unusual for me because I'm much happier when I'm actually dealing with the writer and talking to them, you know, so. I mean, this is, I just think this is kind of fascinating that, you know, we've got a father son team here working on books together like this is kind of like the way you guys sit around and talk story and stuff like that this is kind of like a dream come true for for you drew i mean this uh, has but to you be. have two kids so we need to put them to work and get yeah. out of draw the marvel way or something because <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, we can we can be making we can be having free books mm. drawn for us in 20 years you know? free books like free books that's mm-hmm. amazing wow free books i never even thought about it like that free books and i just feel bad for lee because he's like yeah free books i'm haven't i done enough for this kid <laughs> Hey, well, to be clear, we're hoping Sam actually makes some money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We'll see. I mean, you never know, dude. I mean, these things, I mean, Scout's doing a lot of hot stuff, and they've got a lot of great books, and is it nice to be a part of that family? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. You know, how how is Scout... Com- little sharks there, you know? Well, I mean, I'm not going to answer the question for you. You know, like, I mean, so how has it been, how has it been working with uh, with Scout Comics? You guys have enjoyed your ride over there? For sure. Yeah. I mean, it helps me know them, like, just personally, some of them, you know. So it makes the communication there a little easier, I feel like, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's got to be great, too, because, I mean, Lee, you've been doing this for quite some time. You've seen every comic script... I mean, excuse me, every comic contract in the book, so you know when you're getting put over a barrel. So that's got to be nice too, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, It's been wild watching Scout. I mean, you know, I, I remember when James first started working with them and uh, to see where they were when he started working with them to where they are now. I mean, they're just they're really blowing up and they've got a, a really nice variety of, of cool books coming mm-hmm. out. You know, there's if you ask what they published, you just kind of have to say good comics. I mean, there's not like they're not pigeonholed into any certain thing, you know, yeah. they're, they're doing a lot of really cool stuff. So, and, and it's, it's kind of, you know, right place at the right time again, you know? And it's cool to see Sam and his talking gun, a part of that. The first issue came out, what, two weeks ago, I guess. Was it two weeks or a week ago? Uh, it was initially going to come out on the 9th, but it got delayed a week to the okay. 16th. <laughs> so it came out on the 16th. What did you Did you walk around, you know, like cock of the walk that day, Drew? Were you super excited? <laughs> did you go to your local comic shop and like ask did you for buy your, a copy? Yeah, yeah. just <laughs> sign them and like, hey, you want me to sign that for you? Like, how, how was that your first comic coming out on the stands? That's got to be a great feeling, right? It was definitely, yeah, it was exciting. I mean, it's the first time you get to see like words you wrote in a book physically, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. yeah, it was a special feeling for sure. That's awesome. Did you do anything fun to co- to commemorate such a day or, I mean? Uh, not particularly, no. I just sort of read it and then just bashed in the happiness of the day. I don't know. There wasn't anything <laughs> specifically, awesome. though. That's awesome. That's really cool. And that's awesome. Too. I mean, I'm really happy for both of you. This is like yeah. a feel-good story. It's like a Hallmark movie or something <laughs> happening in comics, you know, father and son making books together. That's really great. Now, Lee, you're a very hardworking guy. What do you have coming up in the future? Like, what, what else are you working on? You know how comics are. What else you got? What else are you working on? <laughs> uh... Let's see, I finished uh, the Aftershock series, but it's still coming out. Uh, Sympathy for No Devils. Uh, the third issue comes out in a couple weeks. Um, and then January, February, the last two issues of that. Um, talking with James at Scout, uh, we're going to do a, 
put a book together next summer. Um, and then I'm trying to find time to write and draw something on my own. But, uh, oh, you know, I got okay. this guy dropping 30 page scripts on me down the hallway. And then, you know, uh, uh, some, you know, little short stories and uh, covers here and there too, you know, once they come along. So, That's cool. That's awesome. You know, yeah. it's comics. It can change. Quickly. So so plug your book at Aftershock. What is it? It's called Sympathy for No Devils, you said? Yeah, yeah. What's that about? Brandon's writing that one. Okay. Uh, Winston Wallace is the last, uh, he's the last human being left on Earth. Uh, the rest of the world is populated by monsters. So, uh, kind of, like, think of, uh, like, Roger Rabbit. Uh, except instead of like animated characters, the, they're all monsters. And Winston is the last human uh, on the planet, and he's a, a private detective uh, solving crimes in this world. And uh, he, you know, this first story arc is him solving like a like the murder of uh, a colossal, which is like this fifty-story tall monster. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. We got uh, Jose Villarubia's coloring it which I worked with him way back when I started at Marvel. So uh, it's been nice to get him back on a book with me too. So. That's I love, awesome. I love the look of sympathy for no devils. Like it's got that like Kung Fu kind of exploitation seventies vibe going on. Like, was that, is that by design? Like that's what you wanted your world to look like. Like, yeah. that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. We went back and forth a lot on that and uh, I hit Brandon with the, uh, the coat right away and he's like oh yeah that's the coat you know um but we still didn't quite have it till i got the hairstyle and when i sent him the hair he's like yes this, this is it you know so from that point on that was our launching point the rest of the world kind of built itself around winston then you know so i love the fact that you built an entire world out of someone's haircut you're like this is what the world did like this is what this guy's hit it only it's only gonna work in like a disco 70s thing that's awesome <laughs> that's true <laughs> so like so so drew when you read your dad's work like do you critique it like like a creator or do you just kind of get wrapped up in it like a fan and you just kind of go with it like do you kind of go to him and be like hey man i was reading uh, sympathy for no devils and like i think it's weird that you know they chose to do x y and z or do you just kind of get wrapped up in the world uh, can you look at his work that way at this point now Definitely. That's how I grew up looking at it. You know, I grew up and my dad drew comics, so I just got to see these cool things he made. So it's definitely the mode I've stayed in my whole life. I feel like I've just been able to read his stuff and look at it like as a fan would, for That's sure. That's cool. That's awesome. That's really neat, man. I'm telling you, this is a great story. Like, this is, <laughs> it's so kind of heartwarming. It's per perfect that we're releasing this episode right around Christmas time, you know, like father, yeah. son, you know. It's like the Word Bros Hallmark special is what it is. <laughs> Hallmark movie with the talking gun. It really yeah. is, yeah. About a guy with a talking gun. <laughs> but it's, it's very Word Bros. It's, yeah. it's, 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 I, if you cross Word Bros with a Hallmark movie TV show at Christmas time, it would have a guy, a gun that talks, and then like a bunch of guys talking about comics in the background somewhere. A guy talking gun. I like the fact that you did a talking gun and not, not a talking sword because the talking yeah. sword thing is kind of played out. Yeah. You know, and then and then your dad would have to draw horses and stuff because if there's swords, there's horses and he ain't mm -hmm. going to do that for free. But at no. least now, you know, yeah. like you get, you get some draws, like rectangles as buildings yeah. and stuff. Horses are worse than a 30-page script. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how quickly did the did the script come together for Sam and his talking gun, Drew? Like, was this something that, like, just, you know, because Lee said it came together in, like, a week. He had issue two in a week, so. The first one, that one took me a couple days, I feel like. Uh, 
the second one took me a day. I wrote the second one just in one sitting. And then the third issue took me a month. The third one was a nightmare. I was pulling my hair out. I thought it just was not going to work. Uh, yeah, it, it just goes way back and forth depending on the issue. I Sometimes it's just something you can't figure out and it haunts you and you think about it while you're sleeping and you think about it while you're eating and you can't, you know, but eventually it comes together no matter how did, long it takes. Did you write yourself into a corner? Or... Absolutely. Okay. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> we did Multiple. that on a, on a script not so long ago and we had to figure a way out of it and mm-hmm. we did it on purpose so we'd have to be creative in what mm-hmm. we did to get out of that on a, on a script and when we did it and we and we found the way out we were both so impressed with ourselves i don't even, I don't even remember this That's do you out. want me to tell you what it is you can tell me later tell me later. okay i'll tell you when we're... so how many issues are we looking at here for sam and his talking gun are we doing three or we got like you know how many we got in us uh right now i have uh i'm allowed to say i think i'm allowed to say right yeah it's already okay. The first okay. one's on the shelves yeah. already. Okay. You can yeah. say I've how got, many there are. Yeah. yeah. I've got eight written. You've got eight yeah. written? I've got, oh I've got eight written. Yeah. That's you nice. That's a, we're going to call. <laughs> is there a parent protective service? <laughs> <laughs> and, and so, Lee, you're doing all eight issues? Like, are you going to do all eight of them? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's I awesome. I told him I draw this like nobody else gets to draw it. So that's cool. That's <laughs> you awesome. Live here I draw this book. So, so, <laughs> so you have the first. Th- so the first three of them are already done, or do you have the whole series finished already? The first eight issues work- are fully written. Oh, sorry. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I'm working on the third issue art right now. Okay. So. Okay. All right. But yeah, he's way ahead of me. Okay, so what's the release schedule like? Because I know Scout's doing what every two months or whatever. Did they? Because a lot of the smaller yeah. press publishers won't release a book until the whole series is finished. How did you? How were you guys able to kind of work around that? I don't know. I think they. Just <laughs> 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 I. Uh, <clears throat> So the second one comes out in March. I work okay. on the one that comes out. We're going to do bi-monthly after that. So oh, that's that, cool. That okay. Gonna, yeah, so the, I'm working on the May issue right now. Oh, uh, cool. Okay. The fourth issue will be July. And then him and I might have had an idea for something that will be coming out more like December. Wow. Uh, okay. So, so you're then, just... Like there's a four-issue arc, then there's a one-shot, then there's another four-issue arc. Wow. Okay. So you're keeping your old man busy then. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, I mean, I'm impressed, man. That's awesome. Well, well, Bobby, if you had a if you had an artist that's going to work for free, or like, or or just take your allowance money mm. for your for your book, like you would do it too. I mean, I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would. I mean, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm kind of jealous of Drew, actually. And I'm like, it's low key jealous. It's not like real jealous. I'm just kind of like that. At least, kind of. I wish old. I had that deal. But cut him on. Cut the old man a break. Eight issues. Wrap this up in four, kid. Come on, you're killing me. Not only that, I can't hit twenty pages on any of them. Oh my god. Oh, that's that's normal though. At first, you know, you'll learn. You'll, you'll get you'll there. Get, you'll learn. You'll get there. Um, because because usually when we when I my first script was seventy two pages through. I'm sorry, Lee. You're 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 really lagging over there, man. What did you say? Oh, I said. Uh... Yeah, I'm just trying to get him down to 24 pages right yeah. now. Yeah, right. Can get to that. It's okay. You know? 24 is a good sweet spot. That's a nice yes. spot. Now, now, uh, Drew, do you work with an editor? Do you have like an editor you work with that helps you along in this process, or is this just kind of you on an island? Uh, definitely just sort of me on an island. Dad sort of works as my editor. I'll send okay. him a thing, and yeah, I'm just coming back to me with usually typos repeatedly. Okay, that's cool. All right, and so like, so you've written uh, eight issues of Sam and His Talking Gun, and this is your first 
kind of published work you're i've always heard and we've kind of always been along the lines of like your first thing you want to do are short stories so you can learn how to tell stories but you just kind of dove right in, in the deep end mm-hmm. is are you finding that daunting or did you were you able to kind of plow your way through it because you said it took what three it took a month to do issue three mm-hmm. for this thing so after you kind of cracked that was it smooth sailing or did it kind of take a while to find your footing um I feel like, again, it depends sort of on the issue. Uh, like, I wrote short stories a lot when I was a kid. Okay. So I sort of wrapped my head around story structure using that a little bit. So I felt like I came into this a little bit knowing how to make it work. But uh, I also came in with really no planning and no outline to start with, oh. which gets you to write into some, you know, holes that you have to dig yourself out of, which is fun. <laughs> it's it's fun to start with. And then when you're in the hole, you're like, why did I do this to myself? <laughs> then when you get out, you're like, okay, that worked out this time. Don't do it again. And then you do it again. And it's just, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that sounds like the trappings of being a writer, my man. Like, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. So, um, I don't know. Kevin, do you have anything else for the uh, for the Ferguson and Son? No, I think that they, they pretty much summed up what their book's about. Like, so, I, I think it's great. I, I, I'm just kind of overwhelmed with a little bit of joy because it's nice to see uh, a, a comics family like it's nice to see that like it's, yeah, and it's I mean, really it's really cool and i mean we're both kevin and i are both parents as well and you kind of always wonder like what's my kid gonna be like lee it seems like you did a really good job i say <laughs> no, i mean it, it's funny like he, he's written for a long time but when he was younger, he was always like on TV or novels or something. It was always kind of like not so much comics, you know. And I, Lindy and I, you know, we were like, that's probably a good idea because comics can kick your butt. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you, you know, I've had enough ups and downs that you don't always want your kid to go through that, you know. Um, and uh, so then by the time he finally came around and he was like, you know, I think I do want to write some comics you know, you're kind of excited for them because comics is awesome. Yeah. You're kind of afraid for them because comics is comics, you know? Yeah, no, totally. But he, he kind of came around from, from learning to write other things first. And I think that's probably been good for him versus just growing up always wanting to write comics, you know? Yeah, that's Uh, awesome. Just because I was in the house doing it, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Or anything like that. He kind of came around to it on his own versus me, you know, pushing him in that direction or anything you know that's awesome so drew do you, do you have any plans to like intern and try to get an internship at marvel you going to college or anything or is this just what you're doing now you're like you're making comics yeah i definitely make comics just i don't I, college is expensive um. <laughs> hey making comics is expensive when your dad's not the artist <laughs> that's true that's true <laughs> but otherwise then i just write articles uh for a website called game rant so that's the uh that's the thing oh that's right cool now. okay so what so tell us what what's gamer rant what's that all about i mean i could probably put it together but let's do it for the audience let's play for them <laughs> yeah it's more or less just writing uh just like uh sort of opinion pieces or things like that on games and just like uh like what's cool or what works about a game and you know what's important about it or what doesn't quite work stuff like that so okay so what's what's the best game you played this year if mm. i if i'm not really into video games much anymore because i'm a dumb old man but what's the best <laughs> game you played in 2020 2020 cyberpunk's got to be up there it's it's buggy as all hell but it's very fun that one okay. just came out that one's fresh in my mind so okay so cyberpunk what, yeah. 2077 or whatever yeah. that's it yeah yep right there all right, because okay. Kevin and I have a deal that if uh, we, we have a pitch floating around that I told Kevin mm. if, if this pitch gets picked up, I'm buying a PS4 
because that's how far behind I am. Because I just want to play that <laughs> Spider-Man game. Because mm. that's my jam. Like I just want to fly through the city of Spider-Man. I just want to swing on the webs, you know. Mm. So how was the Spider-Man game? Is it worth buying, or should I Absolutely. get something else if this pitch lands? <laughs> yeah, the Spider-Man game was a really good time. See, and I want the Samurai game. Kevin wants the, that Samurai game. The Ghost of Tsushima game or whatever it's called. Uh, I want that. So, like, we, we've like our deal is if we get this pitch, we're both going to buy separate, like, PS4s and tell each other how awesome, our, which how is much a really, better. Which is a really dumb plan because we'll have comics to write, but, like, we're just going <laughs> to play Spider-Man. And I'm going to play a Samurai. So, like, you know, that's, that's what we're going to do. I guess there's two of us so we could just split the work. So yeah, man. So um, uh, what else? What else is going? So how many articles a month do you write? Like, is this a paying gig for you? Yeah, I try to hit uh, like one every weekday. That's around awesome. that pace. Oh, yeah, you do one every weekday. Yeah, around that's that pace. Qu- yeah, that's quite a portfolio, my man. Like, <laughs> and if I want to read your articles, where can I get them? Like, do you have like a section, or are you just on Gamerrant? Is that just Gamerrant.com or what? Uh, yeah, just just Gamerant.com. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Okay. How- if you find an article by me, you just click on my name, and then it'll have All my right. list of. Nonsense oh, under it. I mean, I got, I'm in, again, I said it before. You kind of got your shit together, man. I'm in there. It's, <laughs> it's impressive. Yeah. yeah. I put up a facade. It looks okay. I mean, dude, I, but, but that's, that's <laughs> comics. Your old man knows. That's all comics is. It's all it's all BS. You're just making it up as you go along. It, it's all illusion. What's behind the curtain isn't even finished yet. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's cool, man. All right, cool. So where can we find you on social? We'll go with Lee first. Lee, where can we find you on social media? Where's the easiest way to find you? I've got a website, leeferguson.com, and then I've got uh, on Twitter, you know, Liam Ferguson. Um, and then Instagram is leeferg2010. Okay. But the easy, but the easiest way to get you is what, leeferguson.art.com? That's the easiest place to kind of find what you're doing? Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's that'll be updated and stuff. You know, Twitter, I kind of lurk a lot or, you know, grumble about. <gasps> Don't say that makes it sound creepy, Lee. It's <laughs> <laughs> the shadows. Yes. Twirling your mustache. <laughs> 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 and Drew, if we want to find you, where can we find you on social media? Uh, mostly just Twitter, at Drew M. Ferguson. All right, cool, man. Well, uh, Sam and his Talking Gun came out last week. Go to scoutcomics.com. You can get that. You guys got any, like, special covers or anything like that up there that we can pick up? Because I know Scout likes to do a lot of that stuff. Yeah, there are five different covers for Sam. Damn, uh, okay. dude. Yeah. So you can go to go to scoutcomics.com. You can pick up one of those books. Go to your local comic shop and pick that up. This was really fun, man. I, I really enjoyed this. Like this. Yes. Was- yeah, you guys too. need to go buy the book and find out why the gun talks. Yeah. So now, yeah. how long into this thing do I find out when the gun talks? Because I'm, I gotta I'll be honest with you, Drew. I'm really you, patient. Like you I got, got him. You got him. The thing, the Drew, you got him. The thing is, you mm. gotta keep him for them four issues. So you gotta let him know. If there's him, eight, there's now. Let me ask you this question, Drew. Mm. What is the gun's voice? Do you have a voice in mind for it? Like if you had to pick like an actor, if who does it sound like? Yeah, who yeah. does the gun sound like? Originally, it was Samuel Jackson. Because that just okay. made me chuckle. Okay. All right, okay. that's fine. It, it's evolved into Tom Holland, I think would be hilarious. Tom Holland is a talk <laughs> okay. like a uh, like with Tom Holland with the British accent or Spider-Man Tom Holland? I'm cool with either, I feel like. A British okay. gun could be funny. A British gun okay. could be fun. And a British gun is ironic because they don't really mm-hmm. have like the police over there, they don't use yeah. guns and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it'd be perplexing. Yeah, if yeah. you'd be like, Why am I a gun? That's interesting. <laughs> All right, because in my head, I'm older. I Lee, who do you think when you think of the gun's voice? Like, what do you go for? Uh, Sam Jackson's who hit me first off, yeah. So I 
I gotta go with that one. Now, is it like, is it like Pulp Fiction, say an MFer all the time, Sam Jackson, or is it like Nick, Nick, Nick Cage, and excuse me, Nick, uh, Nick Fury, Fury, Sam Jackson? I feel like definitely closer to the Pulp Fiction one. A okay, pretty sarcastic Sam if Jackson. It, if it is Sam Jackson, the gun is swearing then. Yes, yeah, like yeah, the gun yes. does say bad words. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, I can't picture Sam Jackson's voice not saying. The See, word. when you when you say talking gun to me, I think Optimus Prime because I'm a kid of the, the 80s. So I, I imagine him being like, till all bullets are one. You know, like, that's Bullets, what I'm roll thinking, out, you know, like I'm thinking, I'm thinking Joe Pesci from like Goodfellas. Oh, that's, that's my good talking gun voice. Because yeah. I'm yeah. a, I'm a person of that age. Like I'm just thinking that voice. What, what am I? How do you? That's my voice. That, okay, so it's interesting. Okay, awesome. Well, this book sounds really fun. Congratulations to you guys. And again, Drew. I mean, I'm not blowing smoke here, man. 24 years old. You got your first book on the shelves. That's really impressive, dude. You should. Yeah, you, you should, should be proud of yourself. Yeah, be very proud. And Lee, I mean, congratulations to you. Your son's a, he's not a drug addict weirdo, like <laughs> lashing people on the street, you know? <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's into comics, so you never know what will happen from here. <laughs> well said. Well, well said, Lee. All right, well, you guys, uh, thank, thank you so much for coming on, and please come back anytime. Yeah, thanks for having us. Oh, gladly, yeah, thank you. That was Lee and Drew Ferguson. Their book, Sam and His Talking Gun, is out now via Scout Comics. Check that out, man. It sounds really fun. What those? They were nice boys. Nice dudes. They were great. Uh, man, like I said, like the, the Fergusons are great, and they're making comics together. It's like the whole Word Bros family special. Yeah. It's almost like the Peanuts Christmas special, but we got an actual real tree instead of just a tree with one ornament that droops over. Oh, and he's so sad. I just, it's funny because I just watched that upstairs. Like, I, I figured you had. Yeah, the kids and I just watched it. It was awesome. And, and that's so, the only bad thing about that Christmas special is that the the the, the song in there is so depressing, that Christmas time song. It feels yeah, kind of sad. It's very sad. But it's a really good, have you ever listened to the whole album? No. It's good. Like, it's, it's very fun. Yeah, it's good. But anyway, uh, that's the Fergusons. They have Lee uh, Lee and Drew Ferguson. You can follow them. Sam and his talking gun is out now through Scout Comics. So check those dudes out. We hope everyone had a Merry Christmas because this came out on Monday after Christmas. So we hope you had a wonderful Christmas. Uh, and we will talk to you guys, uh, I guess, after the New Year. When does that? When is New Year's Eve? It's, it's if the Monday after Christmas. So it would be yeah. the so, very next week after that. Yeah. yeah. So thank you so much for listening to us. This cam- this comes out on the 28th. So thank you so much for kind of re, uh, re-upping with Word Bros. We took some time off, but we've been pretty much at it every week since. Uh, 2020 has been a crazy year for everybody, and we appreciate you spending time with us during that yeah. craziness. Thank you for, for sticking with us throughout this year, and happy holidays to you. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast, thewordbros.com.